A friend recommended this tourist stop, assuring you there's nothing to be scared of. Though they have lied on occasion in the past to get a scare, but this place was recommended as an amends to the previous one, so you didn't feel too worried. Still, you did a quick search on the web just to make sure there were no spooky surprises. Nothing came up other than a story that various comments debunked as just that, a story. As you wander around, you bump into one of the tour guides and utter a brief apology for not watching where you were going. The beauty of this mansion was just too distracting. She quickly brushes aside your apology and understands as this isn't the first time a guest has been awestruck. You look back down at the brochure they gave out and ask if she knew how to get to the ballroom so you could see the stained glass windows mentioning that you missed the start of his guided tour. Surprisingly, instead of offering direction, she offers to give you a full tour of the mansion. Of course you accept. How often does one get a free private tour? You just mention you're not here for any of those ghost stories. You just love the history. She gives you a kind smile and assures you she'll leave out the, the spooky stuff as she leads you towards the ballroom. After almost an hour-long tour, she brings you back to the entrance hall and was about to leave when you stopped her for just an extra moment. Quickly, you stammer that you didn't get her name and offer her a small tip for the tour. She turns down the money and just asks that you help that you donate it to help with the upkeep before saying her name is Irene. You agree to donate it and turn quick and turn to leave, but Turn back really quick, only to see she's disappeared. Strange, but she probably turned down the hallway or something. Making your way to the gift shop, you put the intended tip into the donation box and browse around the store. After choosing a couple things, you start chatting with the cashier while checking out. Casually, you mentioned you met the most helpful docent who gave you a private tour and wanted to make sure she got a compliment. The cashier gives you an odd look before asking her name. As soon as you say Irene, she just gives you a smile and explains that Irene is the most interesting tour guide and doesn't give tours to just anyone. As she hands you your bags, she casually mentions to take a look at the portraits on the way out as you might find them interesting. Shrugging, you say sure and make your way out down the hallway. Staring at the portraits, you nearly drop your bag as you pass by one of a young woman that just like... No, it, it couldn't be. Quickly reading the plaque underneath, you read it's of a woman named Irene, the daughter of the man who built the, the mansion, who lived and died in the house. It's easy to assume a house is haunted just by looking at it. If you find one that is anything older than the 1950s, the view is automatically accepted. While we are told not to judge a book by its cover, sometimes that dusty cover is very accurate. My name is Muriel, and today I'm exploring some lesser known haunted houses. This is the first in a five part series. Each episode will take a look at two or three lesser-known houses that have hauntings of their own across the country. We might even travel international. We'll see what the future holds.
Our first house is famous for something else, but not what comes straight to mind when thinking of famous hauntings. In 1798, Charles had his house built in the beautiful scenery of Dover. His home had an array of rooms, including seven bedrooms, a drawing room, dining rooms, and a cellar. The final decor Charles Hilliard chose for the Woodburn Mansion was of the Middle Georgian period, and with that, it was completed. Through the years, the various elite members of society have owned this house before it was finally purchased by the state of Delaware in 1965 to become the residence for the governor. Though it has a bit more of a rich history than that. The mansion's oldest ghost dates back to 1924, where a preacher was staying as a guest and happened to pass a man in colonial-looking attire as he was going down the stairs. As they were sitting down to eat, the preacher asked if they were going to wait for the other guests to join them. It was then discovered that it was Mrs. Bates' departed father that was seen on the stairwell. The next story is during the Civil War era. This mansion was a historic monument as it was a stop along the Underground Railroad when it was owned by a Quaker named Dan Cowgill. During one of the nights, raiders came to capture the African Americans escaping to freedom, but failed. Cowgill chased them off the property, but one tried to escape up a poplar tree in the yard. However, he got caught in a knot of rope and slipped from the tree. I'll spare the remaining details, as the hauntings are what we are more focused on. As a result, there are reports of screams being heard through the night on the front yard, as it said this person is reliving the traffic the tragic circumstances that transpired. As a very well-known story, this one is still not the most interesting. That title is held by the ghosts that inhabit the dining room and their love of wine. On one account, there was a previous owner of the mansion that would regularly fill a decanter with wine and leave it in the dining room, only to find it empty in the morning. Another has said that spirits appear to help themselves to the wine cellar as well. It looks like these ghosts are enjoying themselves more than the happy haunts at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Traveling west, but not quite past the Mississippi River, in 1919, Uriah, a local philanthropist, commissioned French architect Horace Lapierre to build a Tudor Gothic-style home for his family. Lapierre finished the home in 1923, and the house was built with 54 rooms, six bathrooms, billiard rooms, swimming pool, and even a custom organ were all built. Uriah Epperson lived there, but was only alive to enjoy it for four years after its completion, as he passed away in 1927. Later, in 1942, his, do his widow donated the Epperson mansion to the local university. They used it as a dormitory until 1956, and now, this lovely place sits empty while waiting for repairs. Though not as empty as one would expect. Even when it was full of students, there were, there were rumors of ghostlies going on. The first resident ghost mentioned is of Harriet Bars, Epperson's adopted daughter. She passed away at age 47 while the organ was still being constructed. Both security guards and students have reported seeing her walk through the halls. 
The next ghost is of her father. Security guards have reported that during their regular walkthroughs, as they turn the lights off and on while inspecting the building, there was one light in particular that had remained lit. The security guard doing the rounds said he saw a ghostly arm reach out and turn off the light. It was believed to be Mr. Epperson himself. The most exciting paranormal experience was also reported by a police officer back in 1978. Footsteps were heard around the building by campus security and police were called. As the officer parked his car, he felt a sudden sensation of being crashed into, which coincided with sounds of shattering glass. When the officer got out to check behind the car, there was no damage, nor was there another car. The only oddity that gave physical proof the officer didn't imagine what they had heard were the skid marks left by his car, showing that it had been moved nearly eight inches forward. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of Lesser Known Haunted Houses. Next week, we'll be doing another exploration into some more places, and I'm hoping you'll come back to join me on it. Follow me on Instagram at Muriel Explorers for updates on episodes being released and possibly an occasional fun post. Research and writing was done by myself, Muriel. Music is from Pixabay and was composed by Fanchi Sanchez. Thank you everyone for joining me, and until next time, safe exploring. <laughs>